0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 456. Apply Adriana's advice to achieve IELTS 7 and up. In this episode, you'll learn how Adriana, a student from Brazil, increased her listening by two bands and her writing by a band and a half to reach that overall seven and get past IELTS forever. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Uh, welcome, if this is your first time <laughs> to the show. If not, welcome back. We are here with a, a very special guest today, a student from our course I have worked with in the past. And you know what, guys? She, after today, after recording with me and talking to the audience, she never has to think about IELTS again. So the, <laughs> the Bye, dream... <laughs> I know. (laughs) The dream is real, you guys. Adriana, welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, I have no words to thank you, Jessica, for all that (laughs) you provide in this course.
0: My pleasure. I just, I'm happy. It's working. Um, So, Adriana, tell us about your most recent IELTS scores.
1: Well, um, recently, like, Two, two or three weeks ago, I got my IELTS scores, and impressively, I got seven and a half in listening, reading, awesome. and writing, I got 6.5, Fantastic. and speaking, it was seven, so my overall was seven.
0: And that is exactly what you needed, right?
1: My overall, Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what are you using this score for? Why did you need an overall seven?
1: Uh, Jessica, as you know, I am a veterinarian and Mm -hmm. because I'm living in the US, I would like to work here as a vet. And this is part of the process is mandatory. You get these scores to apply Mm -hmm. for start the process to validate my license here.
0: Okay, so let's talk about your journey to this overall seven. Um, Had you taken IELTS before? <laughs> yes,
1: actually, <laughs> this last time it was my attempt number six.
0: Oh my God, Adriana! <laughs> I
1: Holy. know, I know, but you know, my problem was... Mm, I got, uh, let's see, how can I explain this? (laughs) It's confusing. Two years ago, I couldn't barely say my name in English. So I was trying to get my IELTS score in the the time that was not enough. I should start learning English because my um, English skills were not enough to get my score. So, how could I say, oh, I will get this score now. I'm confident. But I wasn't. I was nervous. I was, you know, once once I got five in writing, Uh I cried one whole day. Oh. (laughs) I said, no, because at home I know everything. But during the test, I was nervous. And it was not enough. And I had different teachers and different opinions, because I was studying, I live in a small town, and Mm -hmm. my teachers here in this area are used to teach about TOEFL, and I was confused, and they said, each teacher said one thing different, and I was lost.
0: So, wait a minute, so... Okay, I mean, this is a common situation to find oneself in. If you're in the states, um, there are a lot more TOEFL prep classes, a lot more teachers familiar with TOEFL. When I came back to the states from living in Taiwan, of course, I'd only focused on IELTS for most of my career, and um, and I had to teach a TOEFL class when I got here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was so hard. I mean, I was as honest as I could be with the students, like okay, I, I, this is what works on IELTS, but it's not going to work on TOEFL. You know, it's, it's really impossible to teach both. So were your teachers honest with you? Like, did
1: they? Not really. They said, if you, you know what they said? It's a shame because they said, uh oh no I don't teach IELTS but I teach TOEFL which is more difficult than IELTS and if you study for TOEFL you can succeed well in IELTS but it's oh not true god. because it's completely different test and because they are not familiar with they put us in a uh, trouble you know
0: Yeah oh my god that's terrible that yeah. is you know, sometimes we get comments about, uh, maybe sometimes it it feels like we're too negative about, we come down too hard on language schools and classrooms sometimes. And Mm -hmm. guys, I mean, there are a lot of good, there are amazing teachers out there. I know this. There are amazing classes out there that you could take. Okay. They're not all bad, but you have to focus on your goals, right? If you're, if you're preparing for IELTS, then I mean, I've worked in language schools. I've worked in schools that only focus on IELTS test prep. Like, I I have experience, you know, in the realm. And I could, you know, language schools are businesses. They're businesses. Mm -hmm. And it's not the fault of the teachers often, right? It's like the administration of the school will tell the teachers, like, if a student asks for IELTS, just tell them you can do it because we're going to take their money. And
1: they they need to enroll. You will agree with me. One thing is I can teach you. Uh, English skills. I can teach yeah. you grammar, whatever. But right. another thing is I can prepare you for IELTS because yeah. they have a, a peculiar way to evaluate our uh, English during in this test. And if you, they are not familiar with, they should be honest and said, I'm not familiar yeah. with this. I can help you with about English. Period. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And which is also worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You know, honesty will get you everywhere. I mean, imagine if we're in this situation again, right? And like, and the teacher said, well, ugh, to be honest, I mean, I'm not very familiar with the IELTS uh, exam, however, Mm -hmm. and in your case, Adriana, at that time, the teacher could have said, however, I know you do need at least an intermediate level, hopefully upper intermediate level of English overall in order to succeed. So I can help you get there. I can help with your fluency, your vocabulary, grammar, pronunciation. But for testing strategies specifically, you may have to go somewhere else, right? You still could have studied with that person and Mm -hmm. gotten a lot out of it instead of learning strategies that didn't help Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah so When you started studying, it sounds like you were at like lower than an intermediate level.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, guys, I mean this this is a really this is really useful, really honest advice, guys. You cannot start studying for the IELTS exam before an intermediate level. You you can't. It's it it's a waste of time. Like you won't be able to understand what you're hearing or reading. You. I mean, you it just increases it. your
1: frustration and anxiety. Yeah. Oh, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, I know a lot of our listeners and you and me, we are all too hard on ourselves often. I'm sort of in a phase in my life right now. I'm really trying to improve this bad habit. But when you are a determined person, Mm -hmm. you have high expectations of yourself, which is beneficial, right? Because we achieve a lot. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're way too hard on ourselves often, right? Like having these high expectations. So guys, like step by step, You know, like you need to improve your overall English first before you can tackle the IELTS exam. Okay, so what the exam before you took our course, Mm -hmm. right? So your English had improved, you've been studying for a while. Mm -hmm. What scores did you get then?
1: Uh, My first uh, test, I got 5.5 in listening, 6 in reading, and... Six and a half in speaking, but my writing was a disaster, was five.
0: <laughs> oh god, okay. <laughs> So that's why you decided to join our course, already, yeah. I guess, is mm-hmm. right? Because you needed these um, strategies yes. and you couldn't get them in your exactly. town. Um, so let's see. Let's talk about how um, how you improved, okay? Let's take it section by section here. Let's okay. start with speaking. So what do you feel like helped you improve that score to a seven on the speaking exam?
1: Well, Jessica, because I, fo- I followed the roadmap, mm-hmm. I found an excellent teacher on italki. And oh, awesome. I said I said, ch- I will choose this teacher because she is British. And at oh. the beginning, I was struggling to understand what she was saying, but... Yeah. After classes after classes, I said, okay, now I'm comfortable with this accent. And I said to her, please don't talk to me in slow voice, like talk normal speed. Yeah, And she was uh, effective. We had a lot of practice and this is the best way that I assume that I succeed well in uh, speaking tests. Yeah.
0: Well, I'd imagine that helped improve your listening by two whole band mm-hmm. points, also, right? Yes. Getting used to that accent. But yeah.
1: You know, I don't know if you remember, but we had one class on Skype. And I, do I said, <laughs> Jessica, they speak so fast, I cannot find the answer. And you said, yeah. okay, I will give you. And this was the gold tip. Listen the uh, audio and look at the answers. As soon as you practice this like three, four, five times, you will recognize when the answer is coming. Yeah. And my ears opened and like oh, a, a song in my ears. I said, i got the answers. I can believe it. It's so simple. <laughs> Tip it. Everything changed. You saw I moved my uh, score. To 7.5.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I yeah. mean, two whole band points. Yes. 5.5 to a 7.5. Yes. Um, guys, what Adriana is talking about here is um, we had a one-on-one Skype class. So um, if you are interested in a one-on-one class with me, guys, you have to be a student in our course. You can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and you could sign up and I could teach you. So what? Um, this is a Golden t- and we actually did an episode about this a while ago. I'm sure I sent you the link when we were talking um, on the during the VIP lesson. So, guys, there's working, this idea of working backwards. I mean, the the way Adriana explained it just now is perfect, this very specific way of improving your listening score. This also works on reading, by the way. Um, If you want a link to that episode, guys, come back to the blog, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. Search for episode 456. That's this one. And I'll link to that other one about working backwards. So if, guys, if you're struggling as well, there is, you know, there's an IELTS rhythm. There's a way that the answers are delivered Mm -hmm. and said and emphasized. Um, And you can get used to it. So don't, uh, we need to sometimes change our perspective on how we're preparing. It's not just linear. You don't just study and do test and test and test. Sometimes you have to go backwards, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yeah. so look at the test, L- listen to the audio, read the audio script, write the answers before you listen, right? Just approach it from different angles. Sometimes that's all it takes to, to experience a breakthrough, right? Because if you're just doing the same thing again and again, like hitting your head against the wall and nothing's <laughs> changing, we need to find a different way in. And sometimes that's through the back door. Sometimes yeah. it's through a window, mm-hmm. but there are... <laughs> ways to change. Um okay, awesome. So so speaking you, you just worked on your fluency. You practiced with an iTalki mm-hmm, teacher. Yeah. Um do you feel like there were any uh speaking strategies that helped you on test day?
1: Well, I I think the most important part during the speaking test was when you know when you in the course you explain Don't use uh, fancy words at the beginning, be clear, Uh, speak with rhythm, Proper use proper uh, vocabulary in each part. Mm -hmm. I think this was an effective way to, at least for me, to approach this uh, because my expectation, I said, okay, I I feel good, but I don't know if I got seven and I did it. (laughs) <laughs> so it's very effective it works <laughs> That's awesome
0: I think this idea of appropriacy um it, this you can't teach yourself appropriacy right mm-hmm. because If you're not a native speaker, it's hard to know what sort of sentence structure and vocabulary is appropriate according to the tone of the question. If it's personal, informal, formal, right? Like, how do you know that if you didn't grow up with the language? Um, And plus, uh, what does IELTS think is appropriate in speaking and writing? I don't think we're, like, born knowing that. Not even native speakers know that. So, um, guys, it is really important to know the expectations of the test. Yeah. And specifically, IELTS, not TOEFL. Um, Okay. So reading, you also improved by half a band. Mm -hmm. What do you think um, helped you there? If you could think of like one strategy or question type you understood, or what do you think helped you on test day? Hello, awesome students. If you are experiencing IELTS difficulties and you need to get that score for university, for immigration, for your next big dream in life, don't waste any more time. Get into Three Keys IELTS today. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S.
1: I think the most important you said Read newspapers and mm-hmm. I subscribed in New, New York Times. Awesome! Three times a week. And oh, wow. always when I I heard the bell, like, oh, newspapers came. Okay, I will read just, but not word by word. I try to yeah. just scam uh, and skimming and scam, practicing and cover and try to explain to myself what it, the article was about.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. That is such good.
1: I started writing a journal also about what I uh, had uh, read. I said, today I read blah, blah, blah. And it (laughs) sounds like crazy, but it's amazing. It's very effective.
0: You know, I I love this, guys. The speaking fluency and writing fluency, how do we develop it? Adriana just gave you guys some really good tips. Um we don't often think of writing fluency. Yeah, I mean guys, I I've written um I've written some articles about this that I will also link to in the blog. So, yeah, writing fluency, the, the just the ability to translate what is in our head onto the paper. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that is not easy. So journaling is a fantastic way to do that. And the other thing I really love about what you just said is exploiting our materials. So just reading a newspaper article, right? That's great. That's great. But we can learn more. We can practice more. After you read something, after you watch something, after you listen to a podcast, write about it. Talk to yourself it. About it. This is how we develop a comfort in expressing ourselves, right? And not just speaking, but also writing, like having a journal. That's fantastic. Um, okay, cool. And then, so I think the journaling probably helped improve that writing score, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else do you think helped raise that score from an incredible 5 to a 6.5? How did you accomplish that?
1: In reading, you said?
0: no in what? writing you ah, in writing oh ah,
1: i know i can't tell you <laughs> i had did i did more than 50, 50 tasks one and two
0: wait like five zero five 50? zero
1: fi- yes oh my god because <laughs> wow. as i panicked when i saw uh graphs tables yeah and everything because i could understand but not in 20 minutes and yeah. I read everything about it in Yeah, the irony is my husband is an economist and oh, he looked f- at that and said Adriana this is obvious Ooh. how can you uh, say this is hard this is ridiculous it's so easy and I said oh god no it's not easy it's hard and I cried but oh god <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you know we easy. are very sensitive we cried super easy <laughs>
0: Oh, honey, maybe I have some Brazilian in my blood then because I also cry super easily.
1: <laughs> because I felt this desperate. That I said, I need a miracle. So what was my miracle? I found you uh, inside the uh, three keys of IELTS, a special package that you have how to understand better each part of the graph, which part yeah. which you, we have to choose and how to uh, insert Uh, adverb and adjective to make the noun more fancy
0: (laughs) yeah that's all it is it's all about adjectives and adverbs and And I I think with task one, I mean, like you're saying, and unless you're an economist, uh, I mean, it's gonna be ridiculous for everyone mm-hmm. because it doesn't make sense. I mean, I, you know, I went to university. I have a bachelor's. I have a master's. Yeah. When I looked at task one, I didn't know how to write about it. I studied languages, so yeah. um, it's not it's not immediately apparent. And I think that's one of the the uh, primary the, the premier benefits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <gasps> Primary benefits. Both of those adjectives work. Of um, uh, the the task one um, part of the module is that. We make it simple, right? Like don't freak out about it. Just these are the numbers that are important. Put them in your essay. Use these words. Yes. <laughs> like that's all. <laughs> so, do you feel like um after looking at the Task 1 module that really sort of simplified it for you? Did you feel like you understood it after that?
1: Absolutely. However, <laughs> Because inside of me, I had this uh, sensation that I know everything here at my home. But when I'm in the test room, I was nervous. I said, okay, the only way to be familiar with is practice. And it yeah. was I did.
0: Okay. Well, it paid off. Yeah. I mean, now you never have to write a task one essay ever again. <laughs> so, I mean, that's like a dream come true. Yeah. So, um, Adriana, now that you got this overall seven, what 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 does this free you up to do? What are you going to do now in life?
1: Well, now I'm ready to move forward. You know, and soon I will take my first science exam in my field. Oh wow. And I have to take three more tests and so on. Okay. But you know, even though it's a long way. Sure. Now, after I learned English in 2 years, yeah, and got IELTS score overall 7, I'm yeah. ready for anything. <laughs>
0: Totally. But that's but that's so amazing though. I mean, seriously, the 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 level of achievement in English you have reached yeah. in such a short time is incredible. And I think just in the the few ways that you've described your preparation, it shows what a hardworking person you are. Yeah. And that's guys. That's what it takes. The, the, Adriana's story. This is what it takes. If you guys are going to get past IELTS and just <laughs> have this sense of relief that Adriana now yes. has, um, you get, you have to work hard, you know, but you know, also take that other part of advice where there are ways of working hard that are not helpful, like enrolling in a TOEFL course or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it does take a lot of hard work, but guys, put that hard work to good effect. Yeah, don't don't waste your level of determination because then that sort of can steal your confidence and it just it makes things worse and then you end up crying all day because you get a 5 for writing. Yes. So, let's not do that. Let's uh-huh. learn from Adriana's story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. So Adriana, um, do you have any last words of wisdom for our IELTS candidates out there in their preparation?
1: Uh, Jessica I think the key word is commitment at the beginning of your course you said guys you have to be committed with this course and mm-hmm. select your priority if your priority is get successful in IELTS world you have to practice there is no yeah. magic we have to practice nope. and I learned in an <laughs> effective way that practice makes perfect. We have to practice, practice many times as much as you can.
0: That's fantastic advice. You know what? The, The hard truth, tough love. Sometimes that's what we need. (laughs) To be reminded of. So, yeah, exactly. Okay, guys, if you want to learn the strategies that helped Adriana get that overall seven, improve her listening by two whole band points, improve her writing by a whole band and a half, just incredible, you can go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish and that will send you to our website. You could check out our materials. If you want to get into the course, you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K E Y E. S. All right. Awesome. Congratulations, Adriana. And thank you so much for sharing your experience with us today.
1: Thank you, you, Jessica.
0: All right, Adriana. Talk later.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys.